Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Definitely gotta take into account your mental being. People out there is not gonna understand you unless you let them know. You gotta tune into your own mind and put it at rest. Only person is gonna help you is yourself. Society doesn't want you to blame anything else but the negative. Mental Health Podcast Live. Uh, first, I want to say hello, hello to everybody. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. <clears throat> I know a lot of uh, a lot of people been hitting me up. They was you know hitting me up. What's going on with the podcast? You haven't done one in, in in a few weeks. What's going on? How you doing? Um, <clears throat> just a little update. I had COVID. Okay. Um, my wife got COVID, and I took care of her. So I was a little over a week. The day she tested negative, I tested positive for COVID. So um. So then that was another week and a half of me getting over COVID. I isolated myself. I was in the room and I had symptoms. So it wasn't like I had COVID and I was like asymptomatic. I was sick. I had um, a cough. I had a really bad sore throat. Um, I didn't have taste. Um, it was it was definitely, I, I definitely had COVID, COVID. You know, I didn't, even though I got my, uh, I got my shot. Um, it was still, you know, COVID. So um, that's what happened. So I do apologize uh, for not being here. Um, I wasn't in the studio for the whole for for about two weeks, two and a half weeks, close to three weeks. I was in my bed. I was throwing up. It, I mean, it wasn't as bad as other people say, but it was it was pretty bad. Um, you know, thank God I had the shot. So. They say that if you don't have the shot, it would have been worse. So thank God, you know, every, my kids didn't get it. So that's good. Um, but it, it sucked being trapped in that room. I was trapped in my guest room. And my guest room is cool because it has its own bathroom as well. We have two suites in our house, two uh, bedroom suites. So uh, the, the guest room has a, a, a bathroom connected to it. So I had, you know, I had all the, the, you know, bed and I was able to work, but I wasn't able really to talk. My throat was hurting. You know, my throat was really weak. Um, and I try, I, I really did try to do a podcast. I really did. And it just was not sounding good. I was coughing in the middle of it. It, it just was like annoying, you know. And, and I, I would say to myself, what, what if I was the uh, listener on the other end and every five minutes you get a, uh, uh, you know, so, um, so I, 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 I kind of scraped that um, podcast. You know, I scraped that podcast. So, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I just couldn't do that to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But so what are we going to talk about today? So today's topic, I, I want to talk about something that I've been seeing on the news lately. Um, it's been a few tragedies happening with a, a lot of black women. Um, <clears throat> you know, recently the tragedy of the black woman that was driving her car and she crashed and killed like five people. Um, there was a woman in Brooklyn recently that uh, went and drowned her kids. Um, of course, some time ago, you had the woman that uh, crashed and got shot uh, trying to go to the White House. And, you know, been a lot of black women that have been in the media lately doing some horrendous things. Um, now, 
you know, you've had women. Uh, there was an, a case of a girl, young black woman that killed her apparent a rapist uh, that she was with. Uh, there was a famous case of the woman that was in jail, the black woman that was in jail for killing one of her Johns and they released her. So you had a lot of women that have been doing a lot of things in the media, but, and, and, and this is not attack of black women. So don't get me wrong, but I noticed that with them, with black women in the media, now they're getting the same narrative as white people, mental health issues, problems, you know, and it's mental health all the time now. Um, you know, or, or the, what was me story? Oh, she was a victim. And, you know, you know, like, like they were the victims, you know, um, let's go back. I don't know if I did a podcast about this. I know I talked about this before, but I'm not sure if I talked about our podcast. I forgot the name of the woman, but you know, I, I don't really, if I forget the names, don't worry about it. Cause it's not relevant as far as the person, their name, but the situation is relevant. Um, there was a big campaign, I, I believe, a year ago, two years ago, for this young lady that uh, she was molested. Apparently, when she was younger, she was um, in the streets. She was um, trafficked. Uh, they, you know, the big thing is is women being trafficked, trafficked now, and she killed a gentleman that was paying for her services. So there was this big campaign to release her and give her, you know, and, and they finally did. They finally gave her clemency, I believe, and she's out. And, you know, I'm, I'm all for the, 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 you know, young women that have been victimized by streets and all. And, and I'm with it until I start to read the case. See, when you start to read these cases, you start to see the, 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 the unfair judgment from the media. You you start to see the unfair um, treatment, the unfairness of how things are reacted to if it's not a black male. So this young lady, apparently this guy, the the if in the media was that this guy paid for her to have sex and he tried to something and she killed him. Right. Okay. You know, I get it. You know, young woman didn't want to be there. Whatever. All right. Cool. Then you read the case of. Then you read the case, and I'm gonna go through it with all these cases. Okay, I mentioned this girl, this guy. There was no evidence that she was. He was picking her up for sex. Apparently, they met at Sonic. The boyfriend, the 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 guy she was living with that 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 he said was her pimp. At the time, she didn't kill him, though. He was the pimp, but she didn't kill him, right? But apparently they met at a Sonic. Now, I don't know where, and, and like I said, I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, you know, correct me, you know, but I read the case and maybe I read it. Maybe I read an article. I read a couple of them. So, but they could be wrong, too. So if you have some information and you're like, yo, Cash, you're wrong about this, then please correct me. I'm all for it. But for, I'm, from what I read, this is what I read, okay? She met the guy at Sonics. They agreed to go back to his place. Now, I'm a street dude. I'm from the streets. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like a street dude out there hustling, but, you know, I'm from the, the, the project. So, you know, that don't sound like I picked up a prostitute at Sonics. That, that's weird. That's kind of weird. But, you know, it, you know, but I'm not saying it couldn't happen. So whatever. So she goes back to his apartment, right? 
Apparently, he was going to pay her money. And she said while in the apartment, he tried to rape her or something happened where she shot him and, and ran out. Okay, I get it. But then when you look at the evidence, it's weird. The guy was shot in the back of the head while sleeping in the bed. So that kind of kills the whole... For me, it kills the whole prostitution thing because what guy will get a woman off the street as a prostitute, bring her to the crib, then go to sleep with her in the bed? Now, I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. So so please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it could happen. But <clears throat> I'm a guy. And if I went and picked somebody off the street, I'm paying them money. I'm going to pay them to come through, do what we do, and then here's your money. Peace to you later. I'm not going to go to sleep with you. So it kind of sounds like, you know, in a way, I mean, what sounds more logical? That a man picked up a random girl, brought her to the house, went to sleep with her, or he met a girl, they kicked it, they talked, went back to their place, talked for a little bit, had a good time, he went to sleep. What makes more sense? Now, I'm not saying that couldn't happen that way. So please don't sit there and say, oh, cat, it could have happened that way. But what makes more sense, though? Then if he, you know, then if that was her, her potential John or whatever, he was shot in the back of the head. Like, how are you feeling? And, he, and then she stole stuff from the apartment. And, um, You know, I mean, I don't know. And then um, he gets shot in the back of the head. I mean, Cynthia Brown. Okay, so yeah, so so yeah, so let let let's go. In two thousand four, she killed Johnny Allen. All right, a forty three year old real estate broker. She claims solicited her for sex she was 14 at the time of the murder um now she was sentenced and they value for her you know but like wow we're on verizon now because of one unlimited oh my god why i got this i'm on one they trying to look this up because I want to be correct by things I said to people because I don't want I don't want people to I don't want people to say I'm wrong I don't want people to say I'm wrong. So, yeah. So, she said that he picked... She was 14 at the time. Um, Now, this is not saying that this guy wasn't a perv. Okay? So, I I want you to understand. I'm not saying that this guy is a perv. This guy wasn't a perv. And picked her up and, and was being a pervert. You know what I'm saying? So, don't get me wrong. 
I'm not trying to deny her troubled background. I'm not trying to, to uh, you know, uh, say that she didn't have problems, that she wasn't trafficking. I'm not saying that. But just because you have a bad past doesn't justify you doing a crime. All right? The guy she jobbed, Johnny Allen, was not her pimp. So to me, if you getting, you're getting pimped out by this guy, she's living with this guy. This, that was her boyfriend at the time. And when she robbed the guy, she, she brought the money back to her pimp. So my thing is, if you're so traumatized, the pimp is the one, why would you kill the John? Because he's not the one that, you know, and I, like I said, <clears throat> we don't know the conversation. She could have said, I'm 14. He could have been a perv. But does, that deserve, but does he deserve to die? See, that, that's the thing. She has come see for what? Like, did she kill the, the, her pimp? No, she, that, that was her lover, her boyfriend. So she didn't kill him, but she killed this innocent gentleman that at the end of the day, whether he was your John or not, doesn't justify him killing. It's unjust that she got all this attention, Rihanna, Kim Kardashian. Everybody was, was, was praising her, and, and, and nobody, nobody's feeling bad for this guy she shot in the back of the head. There's no mercy for him. He's, he seemed to be some creep. Now, she could have said her age. She could have, all right? We could go with that. Let's, let's say that, you know what I'm saying? But also... We do know women lie. I've seen 13 and 14-year-olds that look like 21, 22, 23-year-olds. So at the end of the day, she could have lied and said, I've seen 25-year-olds that look like 12-year-olds. And be like, Yo, how old are you, girl? Oh, I'm 25. 25, girl, you look like 13. And they show ID like, oh, shit. So is it really far-fetched to say that this girl told this guy she was older? She was 18. She was 19. And he believed it? I mean... The story itself doesn't add up. The story it, 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 it itself doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. They made this guy seem like he's such the worst person in the world. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? She was 16 when she when he murdered. You know what I'm saying? 16. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she shot him. She was with her pimp. Now she's living her best life, and this guy's dead. The whole story didn't make sense. She did the crime. She was living that life. All right, cool, I get it, fast money. But that doesn't justify, oh, well, I could do this because I killed somebody, because I was trafficking, because I had abuse in my life. It's okay. Now she lived her best life getting book deals, all that stuff. And she killed that man, Johnny. And she killed Johnny Allen. Shot him in the back of the head. So to me, so to me, it just seems like it was some, some BS. You know what I'm saying? The guy that actually pimped her, she didn't kill.
You know, apparently she was saying she was drugged and and raped by different men who purchased her. And the 40-year-old child predator took her to his room to use her for sex. And then she ended up finding the courage to fight back and shoot and kill them. Like, but that wasn't what happened. She admitted that she killed him. You know, let's read something real quick. Brown said during her testimony at the hearing that she ate dinner and talked upon arriving to his house. She said that Allen told her that he was an expert marksman and was trained in the Army. At that point, she said that he showed her three of his guns, a double barrel gun, blah, blah, blah. Then they walked downstairs together, watched TV for a while. She claims that Allen at uh, at te- attempted to kiss her, but she pushed him away. Eventually, Brown told Allen that she was was that she was feeling tired and wanted to go to sleep. Allen allegedly brought up brought uh, Brown up to the bedroom where he got naked and tried to touch her. Brown said that she denied his advances and he eventually rolled over onto his side. She claims that he would stand up, go to the bathroom for a minute at a time during the night. She says she thought he was going to grab his gun and shoot her. At at one point, though, in the evening, with Brown on his side in the bed, she pulled out the four caliber pistol that cut that Cutthroat had provided her for protection. Cutthroat was her boyfriend. All right. Brown admitted to taking the gun to the back of Allen's head and firing, killing him while he was he was laid there naked in the bed. Now. A man that wanted to have sex was rejected naked in the bed with her. <sighs> Do we not understand this? But this is the girl that's the victim. Think about it. She's the victim. This guy, to me, he was going about it as a date. And let's just say he and let's just say he tried and nothing happened. You know, he respected her. She didn't want to have sex. He respected. That's not a prostitute. You know what I'm saying? That's not a prostitute. Like, a a dude that pays, like, I paid money for some, and you're not going to give me none? You know what I'm saying? She told her mother she executed him. She stole guns and She stole his truck, guns, and money. And then her boyfriend, actually, she wants to go back and get more. So think about it. Then she called Nominus 911 to report he was dead. Then apparently somebody said that Alan tried to rape her one time. That's, I mean, the, the whole thing is just bullshit, okay? You know what I'm saying? Now, now, and she's been released. It worked. The propaganda worked, and she's released. I think it's a shame, all right? Let's look at the facts. From her words, men in Masonic talked, went to his apartment, watched the TV, chilled out. He tried. She said no. He tried again. She said no. and. That's it. 
So, but she fell in fear so much that she grabbed her gut, a, a gun that she had on her already, and pulled it out and shot him in the back of the head. But she's the victim. Huh. Mental health problems, abuse problems of the past. Okay, let's talk about the girl that was that that the black woman that was driving the car, right? She was driving the car, and at ninety miles per hour, and killed a whole bunch of people, right? First, it was she was sad over a boyfriend. Like, look at the narrative they put out, okay? We have to understand the narrative, okay? Because think about it. Just, just think about this. The narrative first was she was depressed over her boyfriend breaking her up with her. Then the narrative switched from that, switched to she has mental health problems. She has a history of mental health problems. She may have been having a psychotic, a psychotic moment when driving. All the excuses. Now, let's say that all these days were reversed to be a black man. Okay, and the, you know, let's go to the next one. The mother in Cody Allen killed her three kids. The mother of Cody Allen killed her three kids, right? She lived, I believe. This is the headline. This is the how they started off. Mother, mother told family she dropped her three on the beach, right? A Brooklyn mom with a history of mental health issues is some is a is suspected of drowning her three kids on Coney Island Beach on Monday, having confessed to Ken that she killed the family and law enforcement. Family and and the law enforcement. They have a picture of her crying. Now, this is the woman that just killed her kids. Okay, three month year old, four years old, and seven years old. They have this. They have the pity party picture of her crying, pointing, no handcuffs on her, pointing, free, pointing that she killed her kids. She's devastated. She has mental health problems. And that's okay. They got the police saving the kids, but nothing. We don't see the mugshot of the mother. We don't call her thug. We don't say nothing. She she has mental health problems. Now, let's be real. Mental health problems like this that goes to her killing her kids, there was a lot of red flags that was going on. So if she did have some mental health problems, there was a lot of red flags coming on because you just don't wake up one day and say, yo, I'm going to kill my kids. No, that's a progression. So, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, oh, she loved her kids, blah, blah, blah. I'm waiting for them to say that it was her boyfriend or her baby daddy that she had issues with or something that's going to be related to some man being the heart, the, 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 the bad man of the story. Because think about it. It's always a man that's the, that, that, is the, that is the bad man of the story. With the girl, Miss Brown, 
you know, it was her pimp or the guy, they're bad guys that caused her to do that. You know, the girl running the red light. At first, oh, her boyfriend broke up with her problems with her boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Bad man. This one, I'm sure they're going to find it to get into the narrative of problems with the baby daddies or whatever. It's always something when it comes to a woman's mental health, his mental health, it's like a guy that's the root of it. Oh, they were abused. They were they were tortured. They were abused. They was raped. They were, drug use is always something with a man, particularly a black man, that they connect the dots is why this woman is doing all these things. But just like men, women are fucked up. No matter what matter race, they do messed up things. But why is the narrative always different? If it was a black man that killed his three kids, horrible, deadbeat. I mean, the the list would go on. Let's say it was a guy that killed his pimp. Let's say it was a guy that killed a girl. That let's say it was a reverse. Oh, see, see, he's a he's he's evil. He's this. He's that. If any of these cases happened where it was a, a man <clears throat> in the place, society would have no. There would be no petition out there for them. There would be no no oh free 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 you know free Craig uh, that you know killed uh, a woman that was uh, lurking on him. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at school. Let's look at school uh, uh, scandals in, in school. Black man gets alleged of doing something. He's locked up for life. He's a horrible. But woman, she gets accused. She gets a slap on the wrist. Nobody cares about that woman. The, the women that are predators out there to men, they don't care about that. Women have been pray, uh, preying on young men for years, especially in the black community. How many black men said their first experience was like, uh, my 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 mommy's friend or my auntie's friend, an older woman that 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 you know that prayed. That that's okay though, because you know what? It's just a black man. We can handle it. But his reverse is a different. R. Kelly's a demon. He's a he's horrible. But Elvis Presley, uh, you know, uh, Elvis Presley and 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 you know all these guys that were sexing 14, 13 year olds back in the days. They're men. Everybody loves them. But R. Kelly's a monster. You know, freaking, freaking Charlie Sheen giving bitches AIDS for years, and that's okay. But Bill Cosby, you know, did something in 1953. He's a freaking monster. Do we not understand our place in America? And you may say, well, Cass, what the guy do with black men? has everything to do with black men because at the end of the day, if it was reversed, we would not be getting the same treatment. They got coalitions and, 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 and people fighting for them to get out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the narrative America wants. The big black man did this to her. The black man is so toxic that look what we're doing. We're trafficking our young women. They're pimping them out. You know what I'm saying? Then in men in general, we're just the demons. And sometimes white men get thrown into it. Like, I think Alan was a white guy, I believe, a Caucasian man. But he's evil. He's, 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 he's a horrible guy. He went to Sonics and picked up a prostitute, and a 60-year-old, and brought her home. But he's horrible. He's evil. And if you don't see the truth behind these things, then you know what? You're blind.
black women are here. They, they, they are so comfortable playing the victim now. Everything's a reason. Everything's a cause. And it's sometimes to the point where they don't even realize it. They don't even realize what they do to sabotage. They don't do, realize what they do that's toxic. They don't even realize it. They always want accountability for others, but never accountability for themselves. They're the number one people that do that. Everything, you know, women always, they want a whole trail of list of things that a man needs to do to be a good man. But they don't talk about what they need to do to be a good woman. Oh, I'm a good woman by default. You should be lucky to have me because I'm a black woman. You should cherish me, treat me good, take care of me. But the same women be talking about, well, we both have jobs. Then, you know, you can't expect me to come home and cook and clean and stuff like that. Why not? Why not? Oh, because I have a job too. All right, cool. You're right. You know what? You're right. But you can't expect me to pay this, pay your nails, pay your hair, pamper you, take you out. Nah. Nah, we going Dutch. We going Dutch on everything. You can take yourself out. Do your own hair. Do your own nails. Why well, I got to do that? That's, that's extra stuff. That, that, that's for a wife that, that, that gives sex every day, that, that pleases her man all the time. And, <clears throat> and don't get me wrong. I don't want you to think that my podcast is black, bashing black women. This is not. It really isn't. I love my black woman. I'm married to a black woman. I have a black daughter, okay? My mama's black. My aunt's black. My grandma's black. So don't get me wrong. In no way am I anti-black woman. I love the black woman, okay? I've dated nothing but black women, beautiful black women over the years. So I am not anti-black woman at all, okay? But see, I want our culture to see what the issue is in our community, how they divide us, and how we allow them to divide us. Black women are queens. Black women need to be taken care of, but the problem is that they've been lied to. All this privilege they say they don't have, but they really do have, is not because other cultures, America really sees you as valuable. See, it's a hard pill to swallow, but the truth is America doesn't value a black woman the way she feels that he they, it does. It doesn't value you as, oh, black women are contributing. No, they value you as a pawn to separate the black community. See, and that's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. It's like, and this is a little deeper. It's like saying racism really doesn't exist. It's a, con it's a concept that was made by the people to control. If I give one people and make them think that they're pr more privileged than another, they're going to be fighting back and forth while the real people, the power people with power, run the world. There are black, Asian, Indian billionaires out there. You think. Any of them look at each other and say, you nigga billionaire, you, you nigga Indian, you, you spent. No, they don't care about that. Because see what I've noticed about life 
And this is the mentality, this is the mentality culturally we have to do. The higher your income is, the less and less that stuff seems important. The more you see the trueness of life. Now, this may have gone over your head. Prejudice, racial discrimination is a poor man's game that the rich play on us. All those discrimination things are just things that the wealth, the wealthy, the real people in control use to control us. I mean, you they don't care. You think they're they're sitting up there thinking like, oh man, we can't let these black. There's billionaire black men from Africa, them kings and queens that got billions of dollars. You think they really care about the white man? The white man is looking at them, I hate you. Now they trading with them. They're making money together. And we let's talk about the black culture. We're fighting genders, men against women. We're fighting. And at the end of the day, that's what they want us to do. You think that 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 prejudice or that discrimination, they're making you think that you're more privileged. They're making you think that you're the victims. They're making you think these things. Like, as a black man, I don't think I'm a victim anymore of nothing. I think I said it in a couple of my, my uh, entrepreneur um, um, my entrepreneur podcast where I said, right now you could build your own empire. There's nothing stopping you from growing, having many kids, having many women, having many businesses, making a limited amount. Nothing stopping you. Nothing. That one thing is stop you at all from doing it. See, but because we're in this mind frame that, oh, black women don't like us, black men don't like us, we have probably all this other bullshit, we are missing the opportunity we have right now in America to create our own. And the information is out there now. Yo, TikTok, yo, niggas be giving the information about businesses and stuff. I'm like, yo, I'm going to do that. I'm doing, I'm implementing these things. Make it better business move up in my money. And the more up my money, the more I'm seeing things differently. And, and if you've been with me on this journey, you know where I came from. Go to earlier podcasts, you hear the, the, the hurt, the pain, the desperation in my voice. Because I, sometimes I go back and I listen. And I hear that too. Like, damn, man, I was in a dark place. I was in a real dark place. But see, they divide us. Not because they truly fear us. They divide us because, because it lets the powerful stay powerful. Because, see, we're worried about these things that don't matter. I'm worried about, you know, wearing the latest Versace's and all this other stuff. I'm worried about this and stuff where these people are building empires, owning islands and shit. How do you own an island? You own a piece of the world. This is what they're worried about. Ownership. Getting more money, getting more power. While we sit up here, crabs in the bucket, and that includes white people, anybody that's below a certain thing, we're crabs in a bucket right now. 
thinking that our problems is better. People thinking they better than the other or whatever. We fighting over all these stuff that these people that control the world don't even, man, they look at us and they laugh. We're pawns in their chess game. So when I, when I try to say, hey, black women, you're getting privileged right now. Isn't that down in my black women? This is for y'all to understand that at the end of the day, there's a reason why the narrative is like that for y'all. There's a reason why the, the, the country wants you to feel like a victim, not to the country, but to black men. So they're going to make it seem like, hey, we care. We support you with programs. See, your black men don't support you like we do. And you're like, you're, you're, you're right. Because most black women's issues are black men. They ain't talking about white America. They ain't sitting there talking about, man, I hate white people. No, they're talking about black men. That's their problem. Black men are, can't step up. They can't be good fathers. They can't be providers. Blah, blah, all this other stuff. Oh, the reason why I don't want to get married because I got mostly married men in my inbox. Uh, all this other stuff. It's always negative with the black man. But everybody in the world you think treats you great. Not understanding that they treat you great, not because you are great. They treat you great because they want to get you away from greatness. The unity of the black and the white and the black man and the black woman is greatness. Do you not understand that they'll pull you away from your greatness, from your divine, true feminine? They'll pull you away from that to make you single with multiple babies that you will pass that, that, that mindset to. You pass it to your daughter. You pass it to your son. And we'll never be unified as a people. Because I don't think you understand. I know a lot of people say, Cass, Black Men's Mental Health, you kind of, are you talking about Black Men's Mental Health anymore? And I am because, see, our mental health is connected to our women. Since the beginning of time, men, just men in general, the only motivation men have ever had is women. That's our motivation. That is a motivation for a man to get out of bed, to look good, to get a good job, to get money. His motivation is the ladies. That has always been a man's motivation and inspiration is a woman. He, you know, either he wanted to do good for his mother, he wanted to do good for his wife, he wanted to do good to attract the woman. It's always for a woman. We go to the club for a woman. We work out for a woman. We eat right for a woman. We look good. We do everything for a woman. That is the basic, the basic need and want of a man is a woman. Now, I'm not here to talk about the gays or transgender. I'm not talking about none. I'm just saying in general, most men, they're motivated by women. You take the inspiration away. What does a man really have? 
What can a man truly build without a woman? Let's be real. What can a man truly build without a woman? Take that away from us. Then what do we have? We have nothing to motivate us. We have nothing to inspire us. And that's what you're seeing now. What inspiration that we have right now? It's all been taken away from us. It's been taken away from the black man. That's why they promote single mothers. Because the thing is, they need us to be sperm donors. So, of course, they're going to promote, you know, deadbeat dads and, and, and mothers that are single. Because at the end of the day, a woman can have kids, but you need that sperm. So, of course, you highlight sex. You make that the, the issue. You, you, you make young men over-sexualized. You make them feel that that is, that is their manhood. When back in the days, it was to take care of your family. But you change the, you change the, the, the idea in a culture. So now, men could go around having, there's no penalty. There's no, think about it. There's no penalty in this country for a man to get 20 women impregnated. There's no penalty for that. But there is a penalty for a man that marries two women. Think about that. The penalty, a man is penalized for being responsible. Like, you know what? I want to take these two women, marry them, have kids. We'd be a family. He could go to jail. That's a penalty. But a man could go out there, have sex with 20 women. They all get pregnant and there's no penalty in this country for it. That shows you exactly what this country wants us to do. And I know people say, well, what about, you know, white people that do that? And, and you know what? In any war, there's always casualties. You always got to sacrifice. Let's be real. Everybody ain't going to come home from the war. That's just reality. But back to what I was saying. Because you know I do this in my podcast. I go off. Women are treated differently in the media. They are victimized. Not by us, but by the media. Their actions are always justifiable by something tragic that happened to them growing up from a man. And especially black women. They were raped, trafficked, sexual abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. There's always something that was in their past done by a black man that caused them to commit these crimes. Now, I want to repeat myself. I think it's tragic of anybody, especially our black women, to be raped or used or trafficked. It's horrible. Black women are beautiful. No matter what shape, size, shade you are, all black women are beautiful. None of them deserve to go through any type of abuse on any level. I in no way condone it. I in no way say it's okay. It is horrible. No child, no young woman should ever go through anything that traumatic. 
Never. But with that said, that is not an excuse for any woman to commit crime, to kill others, or do things that are unjust. For every woman that was abused, that creates, that does a crime, there are 25, 30 women out there that went through the same thing that didn't do a crime. Some went through worse. This girl, Brown, the lady in the car, the lady that drowned, there's no excuses for what they did. What they did was pure evil. Evil. To shoot a man in his head. Evil. To drown your children. Evil. To drive your car and kill five people. Evil. There's no excuse. That's not mental health. Mental health is when you do something and you're not in control. Like, like, um, a schizophrenia person grabs a knife and is just swinging it around because they're crazy or they're acting out because they can't control themselves mentally. See, but that's not something that just happens one day. That's a, it grows, it, it, it develops. These women had choices. She had a choice not to kill that guy. She could have got up and left. But she, after she killed him, instead of like calling the cops because she feared for life, she robbed him, took his money, went back to her man. That's not a person that was so abused that did it out of fear. That was a person that was wanting to rob. So he had guns, money, and took advantages and shot him and did and did it. That woman killed her kids. Three month, three month old. That was probably crying. Her seven-year-old, that party was a little bit more understanding of the situation. Look at her mommy crying. Mommy, why? Save me, mommy. While she went down that water, three-year-old that didn't know what was going on, gasping for air. Wishing his mother pulled her, her out. But she's crying on the beach. Look what I did. Mental enemy, mental health. I have no heart for those women. Because what they did was evil. No, no amount of abuse or mental or physical, emotional anguish could ever equate for you doing those types of crimes. And we need to stop not holding women accountable for the actions they choose to do, especially our black women. We're not holding them accountable for what they do. The media is, is giving them excuses. That's why black women always feel like they're victims because at the end of the day, no matter what they do, it's because somebody did something to them in the past. Just simple relationships. How many women out there? Oh, I've been hurting my relationship, so I'm going to hurt him. Why? Just because things have happened bad to you do not give you an excuse or a reason to do bad things to other people. And we need to stop being a society that okays it for a personal agenda. We need to be a society that's holding people accountable for the evil acts they do and not sit there, well, they were abused when they were. R. Kelly was abused when he was younger. He, had, he didn't even have an education. He couldn't read. Why nobody saying, oh, you know, R. Kelly had, was over-sexualized. He was raped when he was younger. Nobody saying that about him. He's a devil because he's a black man. But it was a black woman, like this girl that killed a man in cold blood, robbed him. 
But, oh, she was trafficking and raped and abused when she was young. So, oh, man, she, this, this dirty old man was taking her from Sonics and brought her to the house for sexual pleasure. He's a monster. You know what I'm saying? He deserved it. It's horrible and despicable what we're doing. Accountability is everything, and we need to hold ourselves accountable and stop with the victim. Our women, black women, stop with this victimization. Huh. Well, that's my time, people. Um, I'm glad to be back. Like I said, I'm be hitting y'all with, with more. Uh, you know, podcast because you know, like I said, I had the COVID. I was sick. You can catch you can catch me at CasanoWilliams dot com. Everything I'm doing, man, I'm making moves, man, I'm making money moves, man. I'm 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 taking the Empire Next Level. I'm redoing products for the Culture Life products, so you're gonna see new products, facial facial masks, and all this. So we take it to the next level, new labeling, everything. So we take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Pick up my latest book, Three Keys to Achieving Success. Uh, <clears throat> it's selling. I, I appreciate everybody's buying it. The podcast is coming. I'm recording podcasts as we speak for it. So I should be dropping it in the next few weeks. So look out for that. And my other podcast, I'm going to bring back the podcast guru because I want people to make this money like I'm making money off a podcast. I want you to un- understand this free media that you can be doing. All you have to do is be yourself. That's all I'm doing is being myself. You've been with me on my journey from being from a dark place to where I am today. You see my journey. And I want you to continue to see my journey and be with me on this journey. And if I help just one person out, which I know I've helped out many people, but you know what? Just one person. I did my job. This podcast did what it was supposed to do. So I appreciate you. Until next time.